0: everybody to episode 96 of disney plus reviews i'm phil souza and i'm here with my good friend and co-host he smells like grandma's house no worse he smells like grandma it's grant young's man how's it going grant
1: oh phil how dare you pick up on my smell <laughs> my sweet aroma
0: i have to actually make mention of it because this is not a smell vision podcast mm. like the the listeners at home can't actually smell you yeah uh, but I can. I'm just right across the table from you. I know. I did. I used to not be able to smell you because back when we were in like pandemic times, we were doing this over Zoom. Yeah. But now we've uh, been in the same room. I like the show's better. I think when we're in the same room because we can kind of bounce off each other a little faster.
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, anyone who's done Zoom knows that it's not. It doesn't. As much as there is, it's it's close to natural conversation, but it's not quite there. Like, yep. it, there's almost no way to make it. As natural and as fluid as mm-hmm. like in-person communication, so, so yeah. Even though I have to smell you, it's it's worth it. Uh, if you're just joining us for this podcast, uh, Grant and I do a unofficial Disney Plus podcast every week, reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus. Uh, we're doing the movies that chill. Is that the, Am I saying that
1: right? Something like that. <laughs> the movies that chill. This is not, not we, like a... <laughs> we've probably said it four different t- ways. Yeah. So we'll I, go with that. I'm sure we have. Movies that give you chills, I think.
0: Yes, that's right. No, this is something that Grant came up with. And I say it wrong every time. And I say it differently every time, as he just pointed out. But yeah, the movies that give you chills every, every week. So... Uh, you already saw it in the title of the episode. We're talking about Haunted Mansion, the 2003 Disney film that neither one of us had ever seen no. um, until this week. So we wanted to jump into some scary stuff, uh, haunted stuff, for, as scary as Disney gets, really, yeah. um, for the month of October. And uh, Haunted Mansion seemed like a good a good choice. I, I think most people are like, when are you guys going to do Hocus Pocus? We've done it already. you got to go back a year. To, to go back and, you know, episode whatever, 40-something, 50, I don't know what the number yeah. is, of our review of Hocus Pocus. And I think our, our thoughts on that are pretty much the same as they were a year ago. So we're not talking about Hocus Pocus this year. We might do like a, you know, a re-up of it next year maybe or something like that, but we're trying to do some new new content this year. So but before we get into Haunted Mansion, we like to do Disney Plus News of the Week. Uh, Grant, what was uh, noteworthy this last week?
1: Well... We finally, we've been waiting, I guess, somewhat. Uh, We got our first trailer of Home Alone, Home Sweet Home. I think that's... I think it's called Home Sweet Home Alone. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got our first trailer of the new upcoming... We don't really know if it's new or if they're calling it a reboot. We didn't really do much research on this, but the trailer is pretty much the first Home Alone all over again.
0: Yeah, did you see this coming? Did they have they announced that in any way? Did they ever use the word reboot?
1: I, not that I remember. I
0: don't. I don't remember seeing that either. Um, but that wasn't that the first thing you thought of after you watching that trailer. Oh yeah. It's, For sure, it's. It, 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 I think they did it on purpose, right?
1: Yep. Is that what you read? The only difference is, they're using British accents now.
0: Yeah. So, um, I I really should have done some more research on this movie. It, does it take place in like London or something?
1: I think so. Okay. And they're traveling to Tokyo, which we heard that in the trailer. And this kid, um, he doesn't really look like Macaulay Culkin at all. And yeah. he obviously doesn't sound like him because he has a British accent. But a lot of the stuff that happens in the trailer is similar to the first Home Alone.
0: I mean, it's 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 almost like beat for beat. And I know that's probably what like I said we we're they're going for that when they made the trailer mm-hmm. that they wanted to make it shot for shot the original trailer, which I ne- I meant to go back and watch the original like 1992 or whatever trailer and I didn't I, did, I forgot to do that, but I, I'm sure it is probably pretty close to shot for shot. But like, I'm not sure that that's a positive thing. Like, I, yeah. as I'm watching it, I was like, "Why? Why do we need this movie? Like, who who is asking for the exact same plot of the first movie all over again?"
1: Exactly.
0: I guess it is time for a new generation. Maybe like, but the the, the first movie is so classic that you have to imagine even kids these days are watching Still the original. watching it.
1: Yeah you would think so it's kind of a head scratcher to me but i mean
0: i think it does take place in london cuz there's like it, here's the problem like in with modern technology and like the modern flights and stuff like that like you know you have to explain why the parents can't can't, can't get home you know quickly like he's going to be home by himself for a couple days um so in the trailer they say something like Oh, like we've we've cancelled all of our flights going overseas or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like they, they take a uh, you know, holiday trip to like east coast US or something like that. I can't remember what
1: they're going to Japan.
0: Oh, they're going to Japan? Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe this might take place in the US. The kid definitely has like a very thick oh, p- yeah, British for accent. Sure. in fact a lot of the characters do. Um but yeah, it's so you get the impression that it's so far away they can't just like turn around and go back.
1: Which Japan is pretty far away. Yeah.
0: I mean it takes a couple days just to get there. Yeah. So, and apparently all that time they didn't realize that they were missing mm-hmm. someone, but it is like you watch the trailer if you haven't seen it or not going to it's you know the beginning of the trailer it looks exactly like the original movie. It's like big family all jumping into cars very quickly you know mm-hmm. he he wakes up late i mean it's all it's it's literally
1: beat beat for beat so and, um in the the trailer music is somewhere in my memory, okay, so that's straight out from. Home Alone.
0: I mean, what are you gonna do? What's your reaction if this movie ends up being literally the same movie? Like, I, I, mean, I I'm thinking like, you know, um, all the same gags and jokes, and you know,
1: it's well, gonna be hard to review.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, is he gonna put like aftershave on his face and screen Like, I'm, I'm thinking like, I don't know. They just go all in and just say we're making the same movie
1: because there were a couple quotes that were exactly the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um uh, you know like some of the classic lines from the original like you know I'm um like, I'm, I'm living alone. Yeah and like eat, uh watching rubbish and eating or whatever the line is. Yeah. Um and then uh
1: this is my house.
0: Yeah what's what's the I'm trying to think of the movie that he quotes um to the to angels the angels with filthy souls. Yeah. <laughs> um I like are they going to do that? I I think I, Man, I'm gonna be really disappointed if it literally is like the same movie with all the same lines and stuff like that. Like, yeah. we, you and I, literally just did that conversation a few weeks ago on Lion King. Yeah, the live-action remake, and I just, I really hope that they don't do that all over again with this film. But yep,
1: and then we saw Buzz, which I assume that's still his character's name because yeah. on his police jacket it said McAllister. Yeah. So.
0: Which you know I one thing I read was like I, like I don't even know if he was approached, but like McCuough Culkin is like not in this movie no. like like i my guess is he probably wasn't even approached, but um yeah there, there was I found one article with like that someone had like gotten asked him for comment and he's like yeah i'm not I'm not in any way
1: associated with this film, yeah I think he <laughs> uh took a wrong turn a while back,, yeah. uh, so I don't think Disney was coming. <laughs> His way, knocking on his door. So, unless he was the bad guy,
0: yeah. So, speaking of bad guys, um, and I mentioned this a few weeks back, but Ellie Kemper is is one of the, ba- yep. the bad guys, the 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 you know thieves or whatever that break into the house. And I I legitimately love her, like I just do. I anything she's in, I'm gonna watch it. Um, she was one of my favorite characters on The Office, um, and. She's just, like, a- adorable, adorkable, whatever you want to call her. And I, I just have this, like, kind of crush on her. And so, like, I- I- like I'm like i very interested to see what she does. But the trailer m- made her look really dumb. Like, I, th- what she's being asked to do in the movie is probably not very um, – not going to be very enjoyable. <laughs> but yeah. we'll see. I-, I hope that she can bring some newness and levity to those characters because it's obviously very different. The fact that she's just female alone is – a huge divergence from the original movie mm-hmm. so um so yeah we are going to review this movie i don't care if it's terrible <laughs> we we're, we're going to review it um this is you know i i think fairly b- a big news for disney plus as far yeah. as their holiday releases I, I think probably a lot of families are going to be watching this film so uh, we definitely want to give our our take on it our spin on it yeah so. and, and it's coming it,
1: out soon uh huh we have I don't know three weeks yeah it's I mean it's like mid it's before Thanksgiving I think I mean we're recording on the 17th and it comes out the 12th so yeah the
0: trailer came out like one month before yeah three and a half
1: weeks or so oh I do remember something else they showed a trailer for Olaf's whatever it's called oh I didn't see that and it looks hilarious okay
0: good I just, from reading like the premise of it, I, I already got really excited. Yeah. So, is it kind of what I, I was talking about where yep. it's it's him doing the Frozen 2 synopsis thing yep. of Frozen 1, mm-hmm.
1: but with other films. Yep. And so he's going to do five stories, Lion King, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Tangled, and Moana.
0: Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. I'm, inter- I'm particularly interested in Tangled. I think that, that one will be really funny.
1: Yeah. So it was a really short trailer, only like 30 seconds.
0: And that's, yeah, that's that's one of the many things. That's
1: come out on the 12th D- as well. Disney Plus Day. With Shang-Chi and Jungle Cruise, well, too. They,
0: they really do have a lot of big releases on that day. Yeah. Um, that'd be one of the biggest releases of the year. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to, to seeing the movie, even if we just get to make fun of it the whole time. Um, I, I'm interested to, to give a review of that. Of that film so yeah, yeah it's
1: interesting because that's on a friday november 12th is yeah not a wednesday yeah so it might break disney plus
0: oh yeah well i think it will just they're asking for it just putting jungle cruise and um shang chi on the same day mm-hmm. like that's that's uh that's kind of nuts maybe they'll just have a whole bunch of servers ready to go but yeah my guess is the service will go go will go down you heard it here for, first uh, at least for a few hours. Um, okay, uh, my news story is, sim- is similar. It was another trailer that came out this week. Um, it's for the Peter Jackson uh, Get Back documentary that's coming mm-hmm. out. We knew, we knew this was coming. We, in fact, in fact, I think we talked about it maybe a year ago on our podcast, like when they first kind of announced it, when Peter Jackson came out and said, hey, this is what I'm working on. Um, I watched, there's like a four-minute trailer. It's a really long trailer that came out this week. And I just watched it today, and I I am in a word just uh, astounded by what what this thing is could be. Yeah. I, who knows if it'll deliver on it? Um. It is. So originally I thought we were going to get one documentary that was like maybe two hours long, maybe mm-hmm. an hour and a half long even. Um. It. Th- in the trailer, I, I, I don't think this was previously announced, but, well, no, I, sorry, I guess it was announced back in June of this year, but I didn't see it. In the trailer, it mentions that it's going to be a three-part documentary, and each episode is going to be two hours long. Wow. So it is a six-hour documentary, probably one of the longest, if not the longest, Beatles documentary. I don't know. Maybe there's like a 12-hour one out there somewhere that I haven't seen, but uh, and I haven't really seen much about Beatles documentary, but... Um, this is, I think the trailer says 57 hours. I know it's more than 55, 57 hours of like vaulted footage. Like it's, it's like a time capsule type thing. Like I, I think it's, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm misunderstanding what the trailer was saying, but I think they were saying that it's, was like time capsuled on purpose. Like hmm. no one is to view this footage for 50 years or whatever. And so they got it. They opened it in, I think 2017 or or it was around, or 2019 maybe. And then Peter Jackson got a hold of it and he's like, we got to show this to the world. So there's like 57 hours of footage that literally no human has ever seen, except for the people that honestly took like, you know, video recorded the footage. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of like behind the scenes, them working on, um, you know, the let it be album and um, it has the entirety of the 42 minute concert that they did on the rooftop, like that famous like final concert Mm -hmm. that they did. Um, There's some stuff in there about Yoko Ono. That's again, never been seen like this is So I think the biggest thing about this movie and it's so brilliant, the release date, it comes out. The first part of three comes out on Thanksgiving, like the day Mm -hmm. and on that Thursday, the next part comes out on Friday the third part comes out on Saturday. There is no way that multi-generational get togethers of families are not going to put this thing on. Like I, I think anyone that lived during the sixties is obviously going to be into it. Yeah. But then like their kids and their grandkids are probably going to be into it too. So I think this is going to be mark my words, like by the time you get to that Monday, like the, the Monday after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. it's all anyone's going to be talking about if they have Disney Plus or have yeah. access to somebody who does. So it's brilliant that it's coming out. It's incredible that it's exclusive to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's coming to theaters as well, but I know that it is um, is premiering on Disney Plus on those guys. Okay. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm very, very excited uh, for it. It's the Beatles. Obviously, is like everyone's, you know, a lot of people's favorite band. Yeah. But um, it's, they're so mysterious and I think a lot of it is just because of the time period in which they lived and our access to their lives at, especially during this period of time was almost nothing. They, the trailer mentions that they didn't do a live show for three years. Wow. Before this footage was was taken. So, for a three year period they basically disappeared. They continued to release albums but during that period they never toured, they never did any concerts and so the the footage that you're going to be watching from this movie is like, is almost like from a dark period of the Beatles. Hmm. So I, I'm actually like, I'm really pumped to see what, and it's, it's Peter Jackson. Like there's yeah. no, there's no way that this isn't going to be exquisitely produced. So, so yeah, I'm. That is very interesting. Yeah. But... I'm very, very excited. So I uh, go watch that trailer. If you're into the Beatles at all, uh, even, Tangentially, I think you're going to want to watch it just to know if you want to see this or not. But it's certainly going to be a lot to ask of audiences to sit down on their couch for six hours and watch it. Yeah. But I think it's going to be. That is
1: quite a a commitment.
0: Yeah. Some of the footage that they already showed in the trailer, which is like just, you know, real quick little snippets Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, was already really funny, really jovial. Really, I don't think it's going to be. There might be some serious dire parts in the yeah. documentary, but for the most part, it looked like just guys that have been lifetime friends hanging out in a studio, just having fun, you know, rip, making fun of each other, ripping into each other. Also some, a little bit of tension because you know, they're getting close to breaking up and, um, doing their final concert and how they planned it and everything like that. And then of course, 42 minutes of the six hours is going to be the entire concert just live. Like, wow. don't you know, keep, keep, cool. keep the camera running. So, it's going to be amazing. I, I it will really open, and I think a new generation open to the, uh, open their eyes to the Beatles for the first time. So, um, yeah. So get ready for that. That's that's coming out in about six weeks or so. Sounds so. good. It's going to be a good November on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it.
0: We will. I don't know that we'll do like a review of that documentary. Um, you know, it uh, it is a lot to watch, and I don't even know if I'll have time to watch all of that over Thanksgiving yeah. break. And who knows when we're even recording around mm-hmm. the holidays and stuff like that. We'll, we'll make sure to put out something every week, but you know, we don't know where we're going to be and stuff like that. I think we're traveling out to Nashville this year, so we'll figure out when we can record, but I, I, almost certainly we will discuss it. If not, you know, at least for five or 10 minutes, kind of like, what is the nature of this thing? Did you enjoy yeah. it? That kind of thing. So, um, and maybe, maybe do an episode on, on it. Who knows? But
1: yeah, I don't- I don't know if I'll watch it. It's very long. It's, it's very just, long.
0: I if it was like a, a ninety minute, like just put it on during dinner yeah, type of thing. That's for one sure. Thing. It, it's definitely a commitment. It's almost like watching a. A six hours is like the entirety of all of the footage of like one division combined, right? Like it's, yeah, <laughs> like those episodes were thirty minutes long.
1: It's a big commitment. Yeah, for sure.
0: So anyway, I, I'm very excited. I'm I'm excited that it's. I I honestly am. I'm thrilled. I was thrilled to find out that it it actually is that long, mm-hmm. because taking fifty. Can you imagine taking fifty-seven hours and reducing it to six is like insane. Like all the stuff that's just gonna end on the cutting room floor. And I was even, I was even more like intrigued by like how how could they possibly get that down to ninety, mm-hmm. and the fact that they're gonna just you know blow it out and make it you know yeah over seven hundred minutes or whatever. Then I was like, okay, that's I'm more in, more into that. So.
1: Um, and then what was that other story that you mentioned? Oh, the Eternals. Yep. Eternals is going to be quote unquote, the second longest running time Marvel movie.
0: Speaking of commitments. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> if you're going to see Eternals on a work day, probably want to get there earlier. If yeah. You're, if you're not one that likes to stay out late. So if you're, one of those people that wants to be in bed at 10 o'clock, I would suggest like a six o'clock showing of Eternals.
0: Yeah. So this the running time is in excess of two and a half hours. Yep. Uh, Endgame is the only movie that's longer. Yes. Uh, it's longer than Infinity War mm-hmm. by
1: eight minutes or so. Yep. Um, what do you think about this? Um, I mean, I feel like it's very risky. Yeah. I feel like with this there's probably more of a chance of this being a flop because mm. there's so much unknown about it. I don't really know why you go that long. Yeah. I think they probably, judging by the trailer, I
0: think they want to tell a grand tale, like you yep. know, spending many, many years perhaps. They also have a lot of characters to mm-hmm. introduce. Um, each character needs a certain amount of screen time. All that stuff adds up. But I, I agree with you I, I think I'm ner- it makes me more nervous for yeah. the, for the film because I was already kind of worried I'm like okay what if this movie's not that great you know like the trailers I don't think has been doing the movie any favors I, it just it just looks like just kind of laissez faire action like just nothing nondescript I guess now maybe that changes once we get invested in the characters during the movie but. I was like, oh, no, like, I, I hope they don't try to do the Justice League type of thing where, like, we don't know any of these characters, but here you go. Now, they pulled it off with Guardians, so maybe they could pull it off again with this, but I don't know. Like, the the fact that they're, like, thousands of years old seems like too much of a story to tell in a single film, but at the same time, two and a half hours, like, I don't know if people audiences are going to want to stay for all that. Um I don't know. I, I I do wonder about the movie theaters. Like, I think movie. if I owned a movie theater, a two and a half hour movie makes makes me less money yeah. because I can only show it so many times during the day mm-hmm. as opposed to like an hour and a half movie. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how this movie's going to do. It's coming out very soon. It's coming yeah. out in like three weeks or whatever.
1: Yep, uh, November 4th. Yeah. So, about two and a half weeks from when we're recording.
0: I mean, I'm gonna. We're gonna see it. Grant and I both are gonna see it opening weekend for sure. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, it's like it's carve out your whole evening to yeah. to see this film. Driving to the theater, watching the film, driving back is for me is like a three and a half hour experience.
1: Yeah. So. so. I don't know. It's. Not sure. Yeah. We'll see. We will.
0: Uh, fortunately, we'll find out very soon. Yeah. What is to make of all that? So. Uh, I hope it's good. I I, n- I never hope for anything to fail, especially Marvel stuff. And yeah, I'm I'm definitely very worried about it. There, I'm worried even in a different way than I was for Shang Chi, because Shang Chi was just like, it looks it looks good, like the action looks awesome, but it's kung fu, it's just a kung fu movie, like or is it more special than that? We went to go see it. I loved it. Um, you know, it ended up being very special. But I I I'm even more concerned for this one. So. Yeah. And the, the long running time, I don't think helped it at all. No.
1: So. Because people, especially with like new stuff, you can only keep people's attention for so long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the the movie's gonna almost rise and fall depending on its attention to lore and like term, terminolo- jargon terminology that you've never heard before. Like wrapping your head around like, everything that they're discussing. Like if they do it, if there's not a lot of it or they do it and explain it in a very intelligible way, they can get through that stuff. But my worry, my worry is that they, they feel like they need two and a half hours to make sure the audiences understood everything that they saw. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I'm just like, Oh no, it's too, it's going to be too much, but um, we'll see. So I'm, I'm always excited to see anything Marvel. So, you know, again, kind of like home sweet home alone, (laughs) I'm I'm watching it either way, so yeah. hopefully it's it's good and not not bad. All right, well, um, the only thing we're discussing this week on on the podcast and next week will be the same thing too. We're just kind of doing one movie at a time this month. Now that uh, Marvel stuff is over, we'll kind of ramp back up as as um, Book of Boba Boba Fett comes back uh, Hawkeye, you know, the yeah. holiday season, I think will be busier for us. We'll have a lot more longer shows and a lot to talk about, but, um, but
1: for the next couple of weeks, it's, it's pretty much movies. It's kind of nice.
0: Like I, I, I like just take kind of taking a break and like calming yeah. me down a little bit and having more casual, you know, conversations on yeah, exactly. one property, but so, uh, we're covering 2003's the haunted mansion. I mentioned this earlier, Grant and I, neither one of us had ever seen this mm-hmm. movie, uh, before this week. And, um, I want to start here. Grant, you had texted me th- earlier this week about the 2003 Disney lineup. Um, why don't you, I, I just wanted to tee that off and let you take it about it. But
1: yeah, take I, it from that. I really didn't think much about it until uh, I watched this movie last night. And the release date's of 2003. And I was just l- thinking to myself, you know, what else came out in 2003? And then it dawned on me. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl also came out in 2003. Yeah. The but first in one. the summer of 2003. So Disney, I, I think it's fair to say that Disney was really hoping that they were going to hit it off big time with ride movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's And let's see, Tower of Terror, I think, came out before yep. these uh, late 90s, right? Mm hmm. Kirsten Dunst is in that. She's a yeah. real like a young kid in that movie. Um, uh, Tomorrowland came out way after, mm-hmm. like late two thousands. I want to say. Yeah, that's two thousand nine.
1: Like, yeah, something like that. Um, maybe later than that.
0: Uh, obviously, we got Jungle Cruise this year. There's only seven total. Like I looked at like the full mm-hmm. list or whatever, and there was one called Dinosaur, which I didn't know that what that was based off of. Um, maybe something at Disney World, like um, it's an Animal Kingdom. Okay, gotcha. And then I can't remember what the last one was, but um, as far as like, I've seen tower of terror actually. Cause I used to be like a big Kirsten Dunst fan, but um, so I wanted to see like her entire film- filmography. That movie is terrible. Um, and um, tomorrow lands for the most part flopped. It was definitely a box office um, flop. Like it, it, it did not make its money back that they had spent okay. on it.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen that one.
0: Yeah. They, that movie took a loss um, but pirates—it's—it's it's interesting to note that pirates was an unbelievable success. Like yes. they spent they spent more money on pirates than they did this movie on it haunted mansion, but it also made like five times what haunted mansion did or something like that. It was like four four or five times. So no, I think it's three times um, the the box office. But it's 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 a uh, it's like markup, like what it spent versus what it made was like four or five times bigger yeah. than what they had spent. So obviously that a lot of that's Johnny Depp a lot of it's the story c g i that first movie's really really good it's, yeah the first one's great <laughs> it's after that that people start to kind of groan a little bit yeah but i i like i actually kind of like both of the first two and then it it goes pretty rapidly I can dig after that.
1: the first trilogy, but after yeah. that it's kind of yeah
0: yeah, but yeah there's something to be said for i think Disney for a while there. And maybe it just kind of, it honestly, kind of ended with Haunted Mansion. They didn't do any any movie for a while. For a while after that, Tomorrowland would have been the next one, and then they waited even a long time after that one to do Jungle Cruise. So, but yeah, in, two into the same year is interesting to me. Like, yeah. I I really felt like learning that. I was like, they were, they were trying to do something here. Like, they were trying to get on this train of like. You know, let's make all of our rise into a movie if it's not uh-huh. already based on a movie. And you, you hate to say, like, oh, they saw the result of the This movie is a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it was critically panned. Uh, even audiences, it's like 30% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, even audiences have, have largely panned this movie. It did make like twice its budget, yeah, but double. Yeah, but which is technically a success, but critically, it just it wasn't a success. And you have to almost wonder that after this movie, they were like, the scene was like, okay, let's cool off for a little while. Like we did not, we were not able to duplicate what we did with pirates just six, yeah. six months earlier. So,
1: but yeah, interesting. Um, what are your overall thoughts on the movie? This is definitely without a doubt. I would say a one-time watch for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like, There really isn't much star power in this movie. I mean, Eddie Murphy does all right. But, I mean, I don't think it's anything where... Like, if you're going off of Pirates of the Caribbean, you have Johnny Depp who basically commands the screen. And with this and Eddie Murphy, it's just kind of like... And, I mean... Kid actors are all right.
0: Yeah, it's honestly for child actors. I feel like they're kind of like middle. Like there, there's definitely some kid actors are worse than them. But then there's obviously like star power, child actors, and these are not them. Um, But yeah, they're they're just okay. But yeah, you're right. I like going into the. I, sometime, I don't do this every time, but for this one, I was like, I wonder who, who's in this movie. So I actually looked at the cast list before I even queued it up, and I was like, I don't know who any of these people are, except for Wallace Shawn, yep. which is like Princess Bride fame. Mm-hmm. And then the-
1: Terrence Stamp.
0: Yeah. Is he the butler yep. guy? So I'd seen him in a couple couple things.
1: Um, is Was there anyone else that you had recognized? Um, Marsha Thomason. Okay. She was in White Collar. Which okay, I that seen was that. a TV show on USA. But okay. um this was before that, so I mean, other than that, no, not really.
0: By the way, and I, I was gonna save this to the end, but we're talking about it her right now anyways. Uh, serious age gap between the two of them. Eddie Murphy oh, yeah, for sure. Eddie Murphy was about forty two or so when they shot this, and she was like twenty six. Um, there's like a like a fifteen or sixteen. And year And you definitely
1: gap. can see on <laughs> screen that she's definitely way younger yeah. than Eddie Murphy. She looks like a
0: like a post college like kid basically yeah. uh, compared to him <laughs> in this movie. But th- they're not on screen together. Oh, I guess they are a lot towards the beginning of the movie, but very quickly in the movie they they separate for almost the entire entirety yeah. of the rest mm-hmm. of the film. And I think that's a good thing because oh, uh, yeah. sitting next to each other they look like they're in different generations. Um, so, but yeah, she she must have been somewhat unknown. Uh, she went on to do things obviously after this, but um, but yeah, compare that to Pirates where it's like Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley, mm-hmm. even like Zoe Saldana um, is you know a minor character in the movie, but. Still, you know, still big star power now. Nowadays, at least, and then Johnny Depp. It, it almost doesn't get any bigger than that in the, in the earlier in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, they they I think they they definitely queued up more budget for oh, yeah. Pirates, and, and you can see that the two movies compared side by side. There's a big difference. But um, yeah, I so your overall thoughts is just it's just okay. I mean, maybe yeah. Did, did are you like
1: it? Didn't like it? camper i mean at first it was pretty good i would say i mean it kept my attention but like when you get to like the ending part that's it's really weird
0: yes it really slowed down for me quite a bit at the end yeah um we should mention the running time
1: yeah it's very short it comes in with beginning credits and end credits at 86 minutes
0: And the opening credits are long. Yeah. Like, I'm talking, have you ever watched, like, an older movie that has, like, an overture? At the beginning, mm-hmm. like they, they, basically back in the like you go back to like old um, like 40s, 50s, 60s movies and stuff like that. Maybe you know even earlier, they would they would do all the credits at the beginning of the movie. You you go back and watch like old like Peter Pan, like like old mm-hmm. Disney movies yeah. even would do this. They would put all the credits at the beginning of the film, and then when the movie was over, it just ends like there's no credits at the end, and they would play like overture. Snow White is like this. They just yeah. it's like just overture music for like four minutes at the beginning. Well, Haunted Mansion does that, which is weird for a 2003 movie. And like, it's, it's like overture music while they're doing all these credits and stuff. And then, but there's still a lot of credits at the end. So like the actual meat of the film in between the opening and end is probably 10 minutes shy of that. So what'd you you say? 86. Yep. So this is like a 75 minute movie probably.
1: Mm -hmm. And, uh, right from the start, The beginning credits, it's really weird because they're trying to tell you the story, but you don't really understand what's going on.
0: No. You might on your second watch, but, you know, like I said, there may not be a second watch. Yeah,
1: for sure. (laughs) And so then we're introduced to Jim and Sarah Evers, who, they're realtors. And, but uh, Jim definitely is the one that works a ton. And he, right off the bat, he misses their wedding anniversary.
0: Very very stereotypical for Disney, I think. But.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And so right from the start, he's trying to make up for this. So they're going to go on a weekend getaway to the lake, and then they get this call um, from Gracie Manor, and they want... Uh, sarah to come and look at the property so jim of course is like oh yeah sure well his favorite or his famous saying is we'll be out of there in 20 minutes (laughs) and so they of course go there and um it's a real spooky place to start out with
0: yeah and i okay so um my overall thoughts first is just kind of real similar to yours. I it's it's definitely one time watch for me. This is not going to be like a regular rotation for yeah. us. I, I mean I wouldn't show it to our five year old right now, anyways. I it would really give her nightmares. But um, it, even though it's not that scary, it's not yeah. like I we'll get to that towards the end of the review. I think, but I think one of the the reasons the movie flops so badly is like people were expecting it to either be funny, really funny, or really scary, and it doesn't do either of those things. No. Um, that said, it's scary enough. Uh, some of the zombie stuff at the end, I think it's really scary uh, for a five-year-old. And so we're not going to show it to her for a while, but like even when she, when she's old enough to watch this, you know, eight or nine or 10 or whatever, um, I still don't think that even she would want to watch this over and over again. It's, yeah. it, it feels a little dated in it's storytelling, even though it's not that old of them. It's less than 20 years old. Like it's not that old of a movie, but it, it feels ancient, I think in, in its um, style, but um, it's an okay movie. It's not, I don't think it's, you know, didn't like it, hated it, had a horrible time. It's short enough that I was like, okay, it didn't overstay its welcome or anything. And there, there are some parts that I, I legitimately liked. I think some of the CGI is actually pretty good. A couple of them are scenes are not good. Uh, but mo- for the most part, I think it's good. But um, yeah, overall, I, I didn't love the film at all. Like it just, it was just eh. like, yeah. you know, just mm-hmm. middle of the road. But, um uh, one thing that I, I wanted to jump off of one thing that you said, one thing that I think that it, they do, I think really well, and they had to with the, the the movie is literally titled The Haunted Mansion. So like, you have to do this right, but I think the mansion itself is very intriguing, like very cool. yeah. Um, I, I, I've in the middle of the film, I had this lot of like, I, I would like to go, like knowing that the mansion's not haunted, like I would want to go to a, like a real haunted mansion, but like knowing if I knew that the, the, this particular mansion, which is probably just a set that they made, mm-hmm. was an actual mansion, I would love to tour this thing. Yeah. Like it looks awesome. There's all these like hidden rooms, you know, mm-hmm. you, you push a, a head of a statue down and the, the bookcase opens up. It's, have you ever seen the movie Clue? Yeah. Um, It, it kind of has that feel to mm-hmm. it um, where there's like all these hidden areas of the house that no one's ever seen before and you know, you get lost is so huge that, you know, how do I get back to the living room or whatever? It's really cool. And the, the way that they hauntified the mansion, Mm -hmm. I think is honestly very intriguing and very mystery. Like you don't know what's going on. So there's some things to like about the movie. And when they first showed the house, I was like, cool. Like they're getting this right. It looks like the ride. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Talk about the ride, like compared to this movie. Cause I, I think they do that really well. Yeah. Um, I think what we got from this movie, it is very similar to what they wanted when they made the ride. They wanted to have a mixture of laughs and somewhat scares. And I feel like you definitely get that in this movie. And, um, right from the start, there is some voiceover and it's literally the guy from the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. So, I mean, and there's a lot of stuff like there's the one part that I absolutely enjoyed was the hitchhiking ghosts. Yeah. Because that's at the end of the ride. It was great to see that in the movie. And, uh, there was, oh, the grinning ghosts and the singing statues. Yeah. I mean, that's in the ride too, or outside of the ride. So that was really well done. And I mean, there were the statues
0: that follow you as you walk. Yep. Like it, I was like, there's one scene where he's walking down a hallway. It's like, that's literally the same hallway yeah. that, that you walk in line. So,
1: I mean, there are definitely parts of the movie that definitely pay homage uh, to the ride, which, yeah. um, I mean, obviously, if you haven't rode the ride before, this movie may not make as much sense. Sure. But I feel like if you've ridden the ride, you kind of understand what Disney was trying to get at with this movie.
0: Uh, there definitely is a sense. It, 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 absolutely, you're going to like the movie better if you've ridden the ride. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any... Uh, question about that there's as i was watching it there was a sense of almost like i've been to this mansion before like even though it was the ride at disneyland or disney Mm -hmm. world like it it was so similar to the ride that uh, that these were familiar places to me like i knew that as as soon as he approached approached that statue the face was gonna follow him down the hall yeah like it, it was gonna be it was always going to be, this movie was always going to be fan servicey. And I think that's a good thing. Like I think audiences want to enjoy that part of the film and pirates, the pirates kind of did it along the franchise. The, I don't know. You can correct me, I guess, but I feel like the first movie had like a few nods to the ride, but yeah, it it wasn't, I I felt like this movie did more of them, Mm -hmm. like more references and stuff.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that. I haven't seen the first Pirates in a while, so um, not really. I mean, for sure, they do uh, the Pirate's Life for me song, but other than that, you don't really remember a ton of what's in the first movie really reflecting the ride. And like I know... They've definitely done refurbishments on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride yeah. to definitely reflect the movies more. But other than that, and maybe I would have to go back and see Pirates of the Caribbean again, but that's just what I remember.
0: Yeah. Here's um, – well, I, I know we're talking about the rides right now. We'll, we'll get off it here in a second. But um, what when, there's one thing that's very – Common about well, I, I guess you could say about this this about maybe all the movies that they've done, including Jungle Cruise. But there's not um, these are rides that they've chosen because the rides themselves don't really have a story to, mm-hmm. to speak of. Yep. Now, I did read this week that Disneyland Paris, the 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 Disneyland Paris version of Haunted Mansion, whatever they call that in French, or whatever there is actually has a story, and it's about a bride who is like a jilted. Lover that was going to marry but got killed. Like it's it's actually kind of the the basis for this movie. Like they mm. they base the movie off of the Disneyland Paris okay. version. So that that one Disney park outside of you know out of all four or five or whatever of them actually does have a story for a haunted mansion. But the the for especially here in the states, people that grew up going to Disneyland or Disney World, there's not really a story to haunted mansion. You're just seeing nine nine hundred ninety nine happy haunts, just kind of doing their thing around this this mansion and the graveyard and all that. And so that's good and bad, right? Like it gives you, it doesn't give you a whole lot to work with, but it also lets you kind of roam free and do, tell whatever story you want to tell, right? Yeah. And, and pirates d- definitely did that. Like you read the pirates, right? There's no story. Like it's, it's, you're just going from scene to scene looking at all these silly pirates doing silly things, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's make, this character called jack sparrow yeah. and let's you know give him this whole backstory and there's you know wedding and blah 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 and like you know he and you know the the girl gets captured and all this kind of stuff and it's like they made this whole thing and then they filled it with like you know uh legendary characters that you know probably never existed but you know they're in legends and stuff like that And they had a lot to pull from like the pirates lore, like just general lore. I just mean any kind of pirates that you've ever seen to pull from, to make this thing. Haunted Mansion, I think where uh, one of the ways that they went wrong is there's not a lot of like, I mean, it's haunted, it's a haunted house. Like how much lore is there really around that (laughs) idea? Mm -hmm. And then they made the story very small, like very tightly packed in and, you know, just about this one family in this one house and that's it. That does the whole, the whole film. And boy, I, I really feel like they could have gone into like the origin of the house or showed you some flashback scenes? Like there's uh there's not a lot of meat on the bone No, for this not one at all. compared to pirates, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like that's kind of where you get the shorter, uh, run time. And, yeah. um, I feel like that's also where you kind of fall flat on this movie.
0: Yeah. Um, so sorry, I didn't mean to. We do. De- de- I derailed de- you for a long time on that, but um, yeah. They, w- from the moment that they walk up to the house, that scene. We can go back there if you want. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like the the setting, the set of it, um, the costumes, the, mm-hmm. the the feel of the house. Like it feels ominous. It feels scary. It feels mysterious right at the beginning i think they've nailed all that it looks really good
1: and so then they get in the house and we meet ramsley right off the bat and you just kind of assume i mean i feel like i assumed from the start that he was a ghost uh they never really hint at any of whether it be Ramsley or Gracie or Emma or Ezra, those are the four main ghosts, mm-hmm. but they never really get to the point that they're ghosts until like closer to the end of the movie. But I was kind of just under the assumption the whole time that they were ghosts. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's called Haunted Mansion, yeah. <laughs> and anybody that has ridden the ride knows that there's ghosts in the mansion. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's you're right. I think they feel like they're very proud of themselves to like have this big reveal, but yeah. like it's like something that everyone saw coming from the beginning.
1: Yeah. So, um, and then right off the bat, you realize that Ramsley just wanted uh, Sarah to come to the mansion, and he definitely is turned off by her bringing Jim and Michael and Megan.
0: Yeah, and one thing I thought that they did a really good job of to introduce the mystery very quickly as soon as they get to the mansion, you know, is there's something going on between Gracie and Sarah. And Sarah has never seen this guy before in her life, but yep. Gracie seems to have seen her or is definitely intrigued by her. And it's more than just like. Oh wow, your wife's hot or whatever. It's like he's drawn and pulled into her in some way. And even like you can see even on Jim's face, he's like, uh, why are you staring at my wife? Like, yeah. you know. And and so right off the bat, I'm like, okay, they're gonna do they have to do something with that. Like, why why is this guy into this guy's wife? Um, and then, you know, they're about to leave, and then the, you know, of course. It's a dark and stormy night, right? So the all the rain starts coming down and it apparently comes down so fast that it floods the entire road. Which yeah. is like okay.
1: They can't get out of there.
0: <laughs> I guess that could happen in fifteen minutes, but I don't know. Yeah. Um so but yeah, they they can't leave. So they're you know, they're like, Oh, there will be no leaving the mansion tonight. Uh, and they have to stay all night in the um in the house which i i think is also very weird like um they'd be like uh no we'll just swim <laughs> it's like yeah. you know but like um they're like no we'll we'll put you up we have you know rooms you know it's like this hotel basically and so yeah they give the kids rooms and the and the parents room
1: how nice of them
0: <laughs> and then this movie's not very funny at all but no. like Eddie murphy's trying to be funny in it and even I think Eddie Eddie Murphy is like a a legit comic, like you know his stand up, and Mm -hmm. I think he's really funny, but he's just not given. This is not like his wheelhouse. For yeah, you know, put him in like the voice of Donkey or or uh, even Mushu or something like that, and he's great. But like he's he's trying to be funny in a very dark and serious, sinister movie, and it just doesn't work. Like he. You know, tries to do levity kind of jokes like, oh, will there be chocolates on the pillows, you know, tonight, whatever. And, like, nobody's laughing, including Ramsley. And it's just like, boy, uh, that that was not a good joke. And
1: (laughs) obviously, A. Murphy was their big get for this movie. Yeah. But I don't really know who you put in this movie to make it even different.
0: We're gonna find out soon. I it was something I was gonna say at some point, um, but yeah, they they and we covered this in the news. I think earlier this year, but they're making a remake mm-hmm. of this movie. It's it's not gonna come out th- definitely this year, maybe not even next year. But um, Guillermo del Toro, I think, is yep. is still behind it. Um, there's talks of like Owen Wilson being in it. Um, I they will not go this direction with no. the, with that film uh, my hope honestly is they make it like a pg 13 like kind of darker like, yeah like not a slap. I don't want a slasher film but like a you know a horror film um, yeah you know it, it needs to be that but what an odd choice to put Eddie Murphy in this movie I, I yeah. it was not at all where I thought it was going so
1: so um, as you go on you start uh, Realizing more and more that's going on. And this is kind of the point where this movie starts to lose me when everybody goes off and pretty much does their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're definitely going for kind of like the horror movie type plot where nobody sticks together. Or maybe more like the Scooby-Doo plot Yeah, where everybody's splitting up. And so you have Jim going off to the library. Then the kids end up in, like, the attic or something. Yeah, they're following that, like, globe. They call it the globe ghost or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, Sarah is in the bathroom, and then she somehow loses Jim. And (laughs) she goes off on her own adventure. And it's just kind of one of those things where, okay, okay
0: and once she finds Gracie she's she's alone for the rest of the film like yeah. i mean she's with Gracie but like she's not with her family for the the entire yeah. rest of the
1: movie and so i mean that could kind of be talking about the age difference between uh Eddie Murphy and Marsha that could be one of the reasons why they did that i don't really know yeah but i mean really after you have like the basis This, I mean, about the halfway point is kind of where I started zoning off. And that's why I think this movie being a short one is a good thing. Yeah. Because it did not, it probably had my attention for maybe like 50 minutes. And then I was just like, okay, now things are just getting really strange.
0: Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Like at that point, if you're 50 minutes in, there's only 25 minutes left of the film. So like, yeah, you didn't have to, you know, be bored or lost, you know, not lost, but like, you know, disconnected, I guess a better way to say it from, from the film for too long uh, before it got to the climax. But, um, yeah, like, um, I think some of the bigger scenes are, you know, the, the more, um, actiony type scenes are the stagecoach. So they like Eddie finds, um, Jim finds, um, these ghosts. Well, with uh, with the kids, Emma I guess. and Ezra. Yeah, which is it's Wallace Shawn, which I'm always happy to see him. He's yep. he's always funny, uh, not like laugh out loud funny, but he's he's uh his unique voice that he has, yeah. and just the strangeness that he, I think he just embodies in his mm-hmm. human form is even crazier in ghost form. You know. Yeah. And as they leave, the I, one thing I read was they always envisioned. It's never explained in the movie, but like part of the lore that they kind of had in the background is that the further and further away they get from the mansion, the more ghostly they become. Like okay. they look human when they're in the mansion, but mm-hmm. as it's kind of, it's honestly kind of like jungle cruise. No spoiler. That's not a big spoiler for jungle cruise. If, yeah. you, if you haven't seen it, but like the further that geographically that they get away from the, the mansion, the more things change. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of similar to jungle cruise, but yeah. Um But yeah, they, they instantly, as they get further away, it's turned blue and they're, you know, you see right through them, very wispy looking. And the stagecoach is just going like 90 miles an hour down, down this road, whatever, because they have to find this crypt that's in a, you know, Mausolean. mausoleum. Yeah. And, um, all the ghosts that they see along the way, like that, that to me, I started to kind of perk up a little bit because, like, okay, cool. This looks like the ride yeah. now. Like, we're mm-hmm. seeing like all these silly things that happen.
1: And then, so they're after this key, which, um, I feel like
0: talk about MacGuffins, by the way. Like, yeah, get this object
1: (laughs) exactly, and this is kind of where I don't know if Disney like planned it, but this next scene is very like Harry Potter esque, where um, instead of Ron, Hermione, and Harry out on their little quest, now we have Jim. Michael and Megan. Yeah. And And the kids are
0: almost useless, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And Which they're kids, but
1: Yeah. So then they get to this mausoleum and they have to go in and retrieve this key. And it's so easy to retrieve this key. <laughs> but is anything ever that easy, <laughs> Phil? Yeah. And so they end up like dropping the key in the water. And then, of course, the skeletons come alive because they don't want them to get the key. And
0: the the only part that I found it's, uh, you know, the the mummy. You go watch like the mummy again. Totally different movies. This is yeah. like PG the mummy's PG thirteen, right? But like, um, you know, the mummy is like legitimately terrifying because you're you're like, oh, these yeah. guys are gonna die they're not going to kill anyone in this movie like it's no. this is for kids but um i thought the mummies uh, the cgi like you think about like the original 2003 pirates and what they did with like skeletons mm-hmm. and stuff like that i was like this doesn't look that much different yeah. than that like they had a smaller budget but i felt like they actually did a pretty good job with the cgi for what they had at that time almost 20 years ago um, the only part that was a little tense for me was when she had to dive underwater to get the key. Yeah. Cause like the music's like really, you know, pumping up and, and she has to dive into this like nasty, nasty water. Like it's full of like dead people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, um, you know, submerge under, get the key and then like run out and they get all the way to the top of the ma- mausoleum and the door shuts Right in front of them, so that they can't get out and they're like screaming. So there's like a couple tense moments. And then
1: they need Michael to save them. Yeah. Who's deathly afraid (laughs) of spiders.
0: Yeah. You knew that, you knew that um, telegraph at the beginning of uh, telegraphing the future was going to happen, was going to come back at some point. But yeah, he he can't kill like one spider when he's at his house at the beginning of the film. So now there's like 50 that are like crawling all over it. You know it fell.
1: (laughs) And so then they, of course, get away and then i would say well before they went off to get the key the big reveal is that this gracie guy the owner of the mansion he's under the assumption that sarah is his long-lost bride elizabeth Yep, and they look exactly alike and so that's why uh Gracie definitely is looking at her like he knows her from somewhere because he's under the assumption that it's Elizabeth.
0: Yeah, they they are doppelgangers. Like you see, like a portrait of Elizabeth, and you're like, even the kids are like, "Is that mom?" Like, it, yeah. she looks a lot like her. Explain because I they explain it, but like even as the movie is progressing, I'm like, I'm not sure. I'm totally there. Like, there's very few minutes like maybe one minute or two minutes in the entire film that like explain exactly what's going on like um they it's one thing here's a couple things that are clear and then and then i'll share with you what i think was kind of nebulous but like you know this elizabeth died she loved you know the gracie you know character um she we think she killed herself with poison committed suicide and when they couldn't be together because it's like this forbidden love, like she's one of the servants and he's the the master. They can't be together, and then the grandfather hangs himself, which is a reference to the ride. Um, when he when he learns that she has committed suicide, yeah, he, he can no longer live, and then that starts the curse and everything like that. And um, then you know towards the end of the film, spoilers, you know we find out that rams ramsley was actually behind the whole thing killed her whatever Mm -hmm. um the part that that's all clear the the part that was nebulous to me is what so ramsley comes up with the idea of check out this girl she doesn't she look like elizabeth like he's talking to we never see this scene happen but like it's reference that ramsley like talked to the Gracie ghost and said, look at this, check out this girl on TV or whatever. Doesn't she look like Elizabeth? She must be Elizabeth reincarnated. Was it like a reincarnated thing or yeah. just if uh, we kill her, was the goal to, to marry her to him or to kill her or both? I, I, explain I think, that. <laughs> I think they
1: believe that Elizabeth's spirit is trapped inside of Sarah. Okay. Because the way they realize who Sarah even is is, is there's that scene with the kid on the bike at the beginning. And he has, I think he's like the paper boy. And he has a bunch of flyers with Jim and Sarah's picture on it. Okay, I forgot about that. So that's how they realize that Sarah exists. Okay. And I think Ramsley's under the assumption that if they kill Sarah, then they'll free Elizabeth's spirit.
0: But there's a wedding ceremony at the end of the film, so it's wedding, get hitched, then kill her. Yeah. Like, immediately after the wedding. Well, that
1: drink she's gonna drink. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, you see her dying. So, kill her, that will release Sarah's, or uh, Elizabeth's spirit from within Sarah, and then they can be together forever, the curse is lifted. Yeah. Right, okay. Pretty
1: much. I,
0: like, even though it's a fairly simple thing, like, I... Like, as I and maybe I just wasn't paying attention when they were explaining it, but like, I was like, I, I feel like I'm not <laughs> quite yeah. grasping like what the goal is here. Like, because it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, what, like, Sarah or Elizabeth lives inside of Sarah, or like, at first I thought it was like a reincarnation thing. Like, Elizabeth died and was reborn as Sarah, and like, you know, she's actually the soul. And maybe it, maybe it was that, but they, just, they never said the word reincarnated. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, it's all it's all very weird. I feel like it could have benefited from again some have some flashback scenes where it's Marsha playing Elizabeth. Like, mm-hmm. sh- let us learn more about this girl. Like, we everything we know about the girls from reading letters. Like the 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 characters in the in the film, Jim and the kids and and whatnot, like read these letters from Elizabeth and kind of glean information about her. But there's there's almost nothing they might have like one flashback scene that I'm I'm forgetting about that's like ten seconds long, but there's this they don't like lean into the past at all. Which yeah, I think is a huge mistake. Not
1: really. And um looks like from what I'm reading, which I mean this kinda makes sense, R- Ramsley keeps telling Gracie that she'll eventually remember that she's Elizabeth.
0: Oh yeah, and at one point, like he, like he's like yelling at her. He's like, he's like, don't you remember me? Don't I look yeah. familiar to you? Um, you know, they they try to once they get to like the wedding scene, like he thinks that that's gonna like kick in or unlock some memory or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but again, none of that is like overtly explained. Like yeah. they don't explain how it works or. Or how he knows, how Ramsley even knows this. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, like, Ramsley is, I think, trying to pull one over on oh, Gracie. Yeah, but for like, for sure. But even, like, Gracie's a smart dude. Like, why would Ramsley not at least attempt to, exp- even if it falls flat, like, attempt to explain, like, this is how the magic works. You know, like, again, the, I think there are comparisons to this movie, to Beauty and the Beast. Like, there's, there's actually some, like, direct comparisons, because it's about a a curse over a house and all the servants within the house and they're they're locked inside and until the curse is lifted, they can't, you know, get back to their get back to normal, their normal mm-hmm. lives or whatever. It's very similar to Beauty and the Beast. But beauty there's one thing that Beauty and the Beast does well is they show you, like they don't yeah. tell you, they show you what how the curse started, why it happened, what the end goal is, and it's very clear in that movie all all he in order to lift the curse, this is what you have to do. You know, mm-hmm. fall in love, blah blah blah. In this one, it's like I don't know what's true. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't really like explain to the audience like this is definitely the answer to the question. They just kind of leave it nebulous for the entire thing. And it, and w- even when the credits were rolling at the end, it was like I'm not sure what was real. <laughs> like with yeah. any of that.
1: <laughs> so I mean, it's it's just one of those things where maybe if this movie was longer. Because another difference between this and Pirates of the Caribbean is Pirates of the Caribbean, I'd have to go back and look, but I would, if I were a Betty man, I would say Pirates of the Caribbean is probably like 40 minutes longer oh, yeah. than this movie. I,
0: I remember it. I, I could be remembering it wrong, but I, I, I thought it was over two hours long. Yeah. Um. But see, that movie goes by in a flash because it's so exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to live in that pirate world. Yeah. Um, the action scenes are thrilling. It almost has a uh, Indiana Jones feel to it mm-hmm. at some points. Like um, the CGI is really incredible. These, uh, you know, bone uh, bon- skeletons coming back to life, and like you know, um, the, the the curse of the Black Pearl, and like yeah. everything that's going on with the the money and the tr- chest, and mm-hmm. there's wow. a lot of backstory. There's so much to digest in that movie. This movie just doesn't really want to give you anything. Yeah, and. Um, more action I don't think would have helped it. More backstory I think would have helped it. but they didn't seem interested at all to give us any sh- inkling into the past. like they I, th- I almost feel like the writing I think it really is is suffering in this movie and I think I think they felt like it was enough for audiences to to try to figure out the mystery as the characters are figuring it out. Whereas at some point you have to let the audience in on the answer to the, the puzzle, yeah. and they never do that in this mm-hmm. movie. they I was, audiences were left to walk out of the theater going, okay, so what, what was what was the thing? Like, what was the what was the goal of all this? Like, what were they yeah. trying to do? So all the, th- the only things you know for sure is that they want Sarah, the family wants Sarah back safe and safe and sound. And there are ghosts in there that are all kind of up to their own schemes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, that's kind of like the, the big yeah. explanation and of the film.
1: Like, maybe the simplest solution for this movie is when they were doing that whole thing with the beginning credits, maybe they should have just done beginning credits and then rolled this story.
0: Yes. Yeah. Disney listened to to Grant <laughs> for the remake. That's that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. I think they... I mean, they probably learned that lesson long before we oh, yeah. <laughs> just uttered it. But it's the remake almost certainly is going to right these wrongs. I I can't imagine them going in, especially after Jungle Cruise was such a hit. Like to go in and not do the deep. Like the, I, again, we're not going to spoil Jungle Cruise here on this on this show. We did do um, uh, a full review of, of Jungle Cruise earlier this year when it came out. But um, to go back and listen to that conversation. But like they've learned their lessons. Oh yeah, especially the pirates movies alone. They're like, okay, we people want like to know these characters and their backstories, and you know get to know this world. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't give you enough with this one. And I, I, I hope the remake is is better. So
1: yeah, I'm very interested to see what the remake will bring.
0: Um, I want to talk some about the the visuals, and we can go back to plot. There's some plot stuff that we kind of skipped over too. Yeah, if, you, if there's
1: there's a, not a ton. Yeah. Plot left, but yeah.
0: Um, the I think the visuals, some of them are really good. Um, I think this is strange to say in a movie that we're mostly panning, but like th- there's one really cool idea in the movie, and it's it's really just kind of a nothing scene. But I've never seen anything like this in a film, and I have certainly haven't seen everything horror out there. But um, at one point, Jim gets like ejected from. By the way, he falls like two or three stories down to the ground. <laughs> He lands on his car, yeah. which is like the hardest surface he could have landed on, other than like concrete. Yeah, and um, just like bounces right back up. He's fine. Um, there's like a lot of physics stuff that doesn't make sense in this movie, but um, and he tries to. What I'm ref- getting to is he tries to break back into the um, into the house, the mansion, and he finds what is. It's like a it's, it's a piece of wood or stone. It's it's like a piece of the. It's um, like a pillar. Yeah, like a pillar for the house, whatever. He picks this thing up and he starts smashing the glass. As he hits the glass, the the glass like eggshells, breaks, mm-hmm. but then it like immediately repairs itself and he hits it again and it breaks again, but then immediately repairs itself and he tries it like three or four times before he re- realizes it's futile. And I was like, that is a cool idea. Like yeah. I want to know in the, se- in the not sequel, but in the remake that they're about to do with Tel uh, Toro, I wanted to see like this house almost, The house in this movie, I think, is a character. Like, it has a lot of character. Mm -hmm. It becomes a character in the movie. But I want to see in the in the remake. I want to see the the house itself to almost be alive. Like, to actually like behave in such a way of it's like it's trying to protect. It's trying to heal itself, protect itself. Like, that was a cool thing that we got like ten seconds of, and I was like, more of that. Like, I want to see more of that kind of stuff. That was actually really cool to watch uh, visually. Yeah.
1: That. That was a very clever part. and I feel like that's a perfect lead into where we are in the plot because yeah, yeah, we talked about how uh, he has now been ejected from the house and at this point his kids are in a trunk, which <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was stupid. And so and Sarah's about ready to get married to Gracie. And it really looks like Ramsley's go- going to win. And then we get uh, Leota, the magic oh, ball. Oh, yeah, we haven't even mentioned her yet. Coming back and saying, are you just going to give up? <laughs> and then I would almost bet that they got the idea uh, of this car going into the mansion straight from Harry Potter and the flying car. Oh, I didn't think about
0: that. No, you're right. And
1: so then next thing you know, Jim is flying through the air with his car (laughs) right into the haunted mansion. Yeah. (laughs) To save the day. Yep. And so then he ends up uh, at this point, Gracie and Sarah are about to get married and um, Ramsley basically... uh,
0: which, but uh, why does she get dre- why does she dress up in the wedding dress? Is she like uh, drugged at something at some point that I missed? Like
1: well, basically Ramsley tells her you're going to get married to Gracie or I'm going to kill your children.
0: Oh, that's right, it's a threat.
1: Yeah. I forgot about that. So she's basically just going to go through with it to save her kids. Going through the motions of yep. it.
0: Yeah, she doesn't actually want to marry this guy. Yeah.
1: So then they have the drug all set up she's about to drink it and then in comes Jim and you think, Oh, Jim and Ramsley are just going to have it out. But no, this is the shortest.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, basically resolution of conflict <laughs> I have ever seen. And it's,
0: j- it's shorter than mom's got a date with a vampire, which yeah. is really short. But.
1: And Jim has nothing to do with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: Because basically Ramsley It's almost like he's calling spirits pretty much. Yeah, this whole to, scene was very confusing To take me. over. But then they decide to like double cross him and they take him to where you assume hell.
0: I, I reround rewound that scene. Like I, like I, I there's like thirty seconds where was, a lot's happening and all of a sudden he's falling down into hell or whatever it is, into some fiery pit, right? And and I was like, Wait, how did he end up like i looked away for like five seconds i was like wait how did he get pushed and so then i rewound it back 30 seconds to watch it again i was like he unleashes these ghosts and then they kill him like yeah i was like what like why did that happen is this gonna get explained no it's not gonna get explained
1: it's just gonna end and then the ghosts (laughs) don't even try and get the rest of them
0: i know i was just like what was the point of that
1: (laughs) yeah So then, um, he tries to take Jim with him, but Gracie saves him.
0: How much of this, the lack of violence and the lack of like con- physical conflict in the movie, is them just trying to get that PG rating? It's got to be right, like
1: yeah. I feel like with the ending and then the whole part with the mummy, I feel like they're they definitely it is a PG movie, but I feel like with that stuff, they're probably on the fence with PG and PG 13. Cause I feel like watching like this and pirates of the Caribbean side by side, there probably isn't as far as like scary images go. There's probably not that much more than pirates of in pirates of the Caribbean than this movie.
0: Yeah. Um, pirates was 13 yeah okay um i was just as you were talking i was just looking it up um who knows how much it's changed because the remake's been in in process for like a decade like Mm -hmm. since like 2011 2012 um del toro originally was going for pg-13 for the remake and i think that's a good choice like it it needs to be different than it, it there are moments in the movie as you're watching it. This 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 movie ended up on the, the Disney Channel, like if that tells you mm-hmm. anything. So, the, it, this movie was never going to be a big fight, a big you know violent thing. You know, Cruella. This this movie is not so like it's not going for that kind of hard you know kind yeah. of um, you know uh, disturbing mm-hmm. kind of feel. It's for families, so I get that. Like that's what they wanted to make, but. um it leaves a lot of the conflict in the resolution of conflict really lackluster. Like like you just described, the, the the ghosts start filling the room thirty seconds later, it's over. Like it they just there's nothing there. Like Yeah. You're not gonna get the, the big showdown <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that you were hoping for. So
1: And then the strangest scene <laughs> of the movie happens. What's that? Where the orb comes back, the little blue ghost. And it goes into Sarah, and you're kind of under Oh, yeah. And then her and Gracie kiss, and you're just like, (laughs) this is really weird because she's kissing this other guy in front of her husband and her two children. Yeah, they're all just watching this. And then you realize that uh, the whole time this blue orb was Elizabeth.
0: Yeah. She was in the house the whole time. Yep. Um, yeah, that was that. I actually did kind of chuckle a little bit of that because like, like the kiss is going on for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> like, in excess of ten seconds, and so at one point Jim's like, "All right, man, like it's my wife. Like, yeah, <laughs> let her go." <laughs> but and then they go up to like heaven or whatever. Yep. Um, then again, the the whole thing like the the you know. Rising action, Dane Ma or whatever. Like, the end of the movie is super super fast. Like, um, here's the need to the house. Uh bye bye, thank you for coming. Like <laughs> roll and then, credits, like <laughs>
1: and then they go away. So long. Farewell.
0: And there's a post credit scene of uh Madame Liota doing like quotes from the ride. Basically. Oh, I didn't even watch that. Oh, part. yeah, there is a post credits. Okay. Which it's it's I mean it's completely pointless. There's yeah. It's not trying to set up a sequel or anything, it's just you know, a little, uh, fan service. Yeah.
1: I honestly didn't even watch that part. So,
0: um, that there's speaking of like just stupid things the stupid lines and stuff like that. At one point, Michael, the boy, the, the son, they're, they're going into the, about to go into the mausoleum whatever. And he says, um, dad, I see dead people. <laughs> I'm just like, yep. Okay. That's, that's what we're going to do here. Um, you know, it Phil. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh the movie needed more Wallace Shawn. Yep. It needed more either more comedy or more scary, but they're going for PG, so I'm gonna go more comedy. Um, but the movie's just not very funny. No. Um there there's a couple little creepy, unsettling things like the the breathing door, which is actually inspired from the ride. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, the zombies as they're getting chased was kind of tense, not like scary, but yeah. tense. Um you know Ramsay, I think, is very sinister and very creepy. There's a scene where, where we skipped over where Jim is like in a chair, and the chair takes off in flight um, with Madame Leota, and it's it's like a it, it kind of turns into Wizard of Oz for a little bit. Like he's spinning yeah. around really fast, and I think he even says like, um, "There's no place like home" or yeah. something like that. But um, it's it's just it's it's not a bad it's it's not a terrible movie. I think some people could say it's a bad movie it did get 14% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. for a reason. It's, um, to me, it's not a bad movie. It's just meh. Like, it's just, it's just a nothing burger from beginning to end. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's a, a, a couple of scenes, like, I, I like when the Dapper Dan guys that are from like, you know, that sing at Disney World or whatever mm-hmm. came out and like, did like the the singing, the singing heads or whatever. Um, like I was like, Oh, this is cool. Um, and then I kind of went to sleep for 10 minutes and then they did a skate stagecoach ride. Oh, this is kind of cool. And then I went to sleep for 10 minutes and you know, every time it cuts back to Sarah, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. And so it's just, it's, there's a lot of just, uh, like, I don't, yeah I'm not loving this part right now. Um, followed by like, Oh, that was kind of fun.
1: Yeah. I feel like if we had to, I mean, we've done, this is our third movie in this uh, series of movies that give you chills. Yeah. Um, I would say this one is probably the second. I mean, I'd say it's better than Halloween Town. Yes. But I would still say Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire is better than this one.
0: Strangely enough, I think I agree with you. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I would have predicted that at the beginning of the month, but if I'm going to go back and rewatch a movie, I'm probably choosing mom's going to date as well. Um, I, it's not, this movie has better star power and Mm -hmm. better CGI, a lot better CGI
1: and a way bigger budget.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Then mom's going to date. But I got to say the story of mom's going to date with a vampire and just like the silliness of that movie. I was in like, I, there were parts of that movie I actually legitimately loved. Um, and there wasn't really any scene in this entire film that I loved. Like there were just parts where I was like, okay, this the action's kind of ramping up here. Um, but no, with Mom's Mom's I I think you're right. I think Mom's has Got Today is is like number 1 yeah. for, for the month, which who knew? I really I knowing that this was had Eddie Murphy in it came out not that long ago in theaters mm-hmm. and made mo- money, like it made double its yeah. budget. I legitimately thought we were going to get like a movie that people had been unfair to like, you know, critically been too hard on and that holds up better than you think. Mm -hmm. And I, we just didn't get that. No. So,
1: and I mean, I would assume the Muppets one is probably not much better than this one. And I'm not really sure what you'll get from the Muppets one, but I mean, maybe it's worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'll watch it, but maybe it's worth a watch.
0: Well, we'll get to that here in, in a couple minutes, Grant. Uh, on what else are you watching on Disney Plus? Um, I do think it's interesting to date of the seven movies that, that rides that have been made into movies, um, that only two of them have been successful. Really, I mean, yeah. I, I know this one was technically financially successful, but it was not a successful movie. That's why they re- they would not be remaking the movie if they mm-hmm. thought it was a success. So, um, Pirates, you could say, is no longer critically successful, and I think you'd be right. Um, the, the reviews are very bad on, like, four and five and stuff like that.
1: But, I mean, they've made a ton of money.
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're printing billions yeah. uh, from that franchise. Who knows if they'll make any more? I, the, the fifth one actually teases that they're going to make a sixth, but um, that, that movie will always... I think we'll always make money. Like the, at the point that it's not making money, they just won't make any more. But yeah. um, I, I think that movie is definitely a success. I th- in my opinion, Jungle Cruise was a rousing success. Oh yeah, I for really sure. I really enjoyed that movie a lot. And all the reviews that I, I saw were very positive. Yeah. Um, the Rock just is, is unstoppable. Oh yeah.
1: And um, like we talked, it was an unknown commodity really. And I feel like they hit it out of the park the best they could.
0: Yeah. Um, I It, it does kind of make me wonder, will they remake others? Like, uh, will, will we see a Tower of Terror remake or t- I think Tomorrowland?
1: that one's probably the next one. Yeah. Um, I've heard they may do something with Space Mountain. Okay. And I've also heard... Oh, yeah. Wasn't
0: that the... That was going to be animated?
1: Yeah. Okay. And then I've heard there have been talks on something with, like, Big Thunder Mountain... Or uh, okay. what's the ride at Disneyland that's similar to Big Thunder Mountain? Uh, the really old roller coaster Matterhorn? Yeah. Okay. Something in that kind of time frame.
0: Yeah. See, here's the here's Disney. If you're listening, which you probably aren't, um, the, make these movies give us a ton, ton of backstory. Create a world like oh, yeah. I, I want. I want more than just a house on a, mm-hmm. on a on a hill somewhere, and a and a family going to visit that house for one night. Like, like I want to. I want to feel like I'm entering. Jungle Cruise did this exquisitely, oh, yeah. like so perfectly. G- give me an idea that there's something going on here that's way bigger than these people. Yeah, that is ex- expansive. That could be expansive enough to make you know I, I give me a trilogy or whatever mm-hmm. on Matterhorn movies or whatever however you want to do it Space Mountain but again you have to get you have to get like a killer writing team get like I'm talking like Marvel quality like yeah. writing and make it put a t- bunch of money into it get some really good CGI some great cast um, but honestly, the story is the most important oh, part. Yeah. You have Definitely. to get that right. Otherwise people, they don't care about your star power. They don't care about your money. They don't care about your CGI. They do care if the story is intriguing and they nobody walked out of Haunted Mansion telling your friends, you have to go see this movie. Nobody. Like I'm telling you, like it just it's not an intriguing story no. and I don't want to learn anything more about this world, no. um, but I think the remake could do that and like Space Mountain or Thunder, I think Thunder Mountain Railroad, like there's not much story there in yeah. that ride, but boy, they can make this like Western, like huge world. Like, you know, um, so, you know, hopefully, see with Thunder Mountain, it's like, we're either gonna get some like really awesome, like big world kind of thing, or we're gonna get um, Wild Wild West, you know, yeah. with Will Smith. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hopefully it's the, the former, not the latter, but anyway, yeah. Um, i'm glad I, I saw it just to like check it off the list yeah. <laughs> of like disney haunted stuff, but um yeah i, I don't think this is one i'll I'll return no. to it. so all right uh we got our last two segments are what else are you are you watching on Disney plus and what's coming up on disney plus um grants have you watched anything on disney plus no this so, week <laughs> so
1: busy which. when
0: when is your busy season in are you are you when, I have, when I have st- one
1: week left of the actual football team that I coach. Yeah. I have one week left. Yeah. So it'll, I, that alone's le- going to free up. I at one- least won't have to go to practice after school after this week.
0: Yeah. Cause football ends and you, you get like 15 hours a week. Yeah. Back into mm-hmm. your schedule or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I understand that. Um, yeah. This is definitely. I mean, spring—it's uh, baseball or softball. I always forget. Softball. Softball in the spring, but mm-hmm. those are like your two too busy, like yeah. seasons. Um, couple months where like, mm-hmm. good luck finding Grant anywhere. He gets yeah he leaves early and comes home late.
1: Yep. So, one week left, and then I would assume I'll start being able to watch more stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and no, that's fine. Um, I will. Uh, I will take the the. The hit uh, for you on this on this week. Uh, I did watch Muppets Haunted Mansion <laughs> uh, this week. Um, first thing you need to know is this is a forty five minute oh. like non feature length film. Huh? Yeah. So I I fully expected it to be. It's Muppets, so I, I knew it wasn't gonna be like a two hour. But like, yeah. I I I legit thought like, okay, this this could be. Um, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol is like about the same length, honestly, as the Haunted Mansion movie that yep. we just watched, like mm-hmm. hour and twenty minutes long or whatever. I thought we would get something like that. It's it's short. Um, the th- there are both positives and negatives. To to I, I think once I have explained everything, you'll decide whether or not you want to watch it. Okay. Um, some of the positives is there are like legitimately like pretty funny very silly cameos um and i don't want to spoil who's in it because maybe you want to be surprised if you're listening to this and you haven't don't know if you're going to watch it or not um so i won't tell you like who's in it except for one character because he's he's like the main character the main human character is will arnett and he's always i i I think he's always funny um he's very very silly and like uh, kids would find him funny kind of way um he's the butler like he's he's the um ramsley character i don't think they ever call him that by name but that's clearly who he is and um and then there's like just in typical muppets fat if you've ever seen a muppets movie or the muppets show it's it's very much like here's a human we're gonna bring on and do some face-to-face comedy for two minutes and then bye-bye yeah (laughs) it's there's a lot of that too right um but yeah, there's there's one big cameo, one big uh, actor that's in it that I did not see coming, and I don't. So I'm not going to spoil it for anyone that wants to enjoy that. But um, that was very. I, I enjoyed that scene. It has nothing to do with the plot, but <laughs> it's 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 honestly it's kind of cool, uh, kind of timely as well. Um, they the movie is not trying to remake the original. That was the other big surprise. Like, I it's called Muppets Haunted Mansion. So like, I was like. Oh, this is the the Muppets take on the two thousand three. Yeah, it's not that at all. There, there is a, a wedding scene with like the bride and and all that kind of stuff. There is you know surviving the night. Mm-hmm. You know, it, so it's inspired by Honda Mention for sure. But retelling the the story of that movie, they are not trying okay. to do here. Um, it is. Uh, there are some parody scenes, which I think are very funny. At one point, they actually mention um, Beauty and the Beast language, and I thought that was really clever because that's exactly what I was thinking when I was watching 2003. And you could tell these people watched the the crap out of 2003 yeah. um, to you know kind of parody that that film and make fun of it. Like the the fact that Disney gave them license to actually like poke at the original and mm-hmm. saying this movie was kind of dumb. I think it's actually very brave yeah. of them to do and the fact that Disney was like greenlit it and was like, yeah, that's funny. Like go for it. Um I thought was actually like pretty cool of them to do that. Um it's here's the basic premise if you're interested in like what is the story of this movie. Um Gonzo and Pepe, which Pepe's like a he's like a prawn, like a yeah. shrimp and there's actually a lot of jokes about that, about like what he actually is, but, um, uh, Gonzo and Pepe are on their way to a fear challenge at this, you know, haunted mansion, which he sees as like a, a legend, maybe real actual haunted mansion, legendary, maybe just a prop for like, you know, silly games and stuff like that. But it's, his Gonzo's is like this aspiring magician. And you know, if you've seen him in other things, you know that. And the great MacGuffin was this magician that disappeared like a hundred years ago on this night. And so they're inviting, they're inviting people to come to for a fear challenge. If you can survive the fear challenge, and then they get there and they realize it's actually like they're trying to kill him, <laughs> um, kind of thing. Um. Uh, and if he survives the night, then he'll be the great Gonzo for real and prove to everyone that he's like the great magician or whatever. Okay. Um, there's some good CGI in the movie, um, which is probably not hard to do on an, any budget these days, but uh-huh. um, pretty good. There's several songs in the movie, which I okay. did not see that coming. I mean, it, I guess I should have because Muppets love to sing, but uh, those songs are like legitimately really good. Tons of ca- cameos, of course. Um, and then um, where when they're not parodying the movie, they are uh, doing, paying homage and maybe even parodying a little bit the ride. And oh. la- there are some, some things that they do. I la- I laughed out loud a couple times. Um, I- I'll give you my thoughts on Muppets in general here towards the end, but uh, there were parts that I, I laughed out loud. There is a... <laughs> They do. They get in this in the elevator. So like the, yeah. every, everyone that's read, read, rode the ride, that's the first thing you see uh, when you get on. You're not even on the ride yet. You're in line, but you, you go in this elevator. It takes you underground. We covered that a couple months ago when we talked about the documentary, like mm-hmm. how they made the thing of like basically underground. Um, and they get into this ele- elevator, or whatever. It's Gonzo and Gonzo Pepe and and Ramsley, the Ramsley character Will Arnett, and they're going down, and the <laughs> The, the portraits like expands yep. down like they do on mm-hmm. the ride, but it's like, they're like, they're like pigs and like, you know, like Muppet, like animal characters and stuff like that. I think maybe animals, even one of the, the portraits, I could be making that up. Uh, I know like the girl that's in the, um, the bands is one of the, okay. Portraited, um, you know proprietors of the mansion or whatever and as it like expands down it just gets into really funny looking scenes and stuff like that, that they're portraying on mm-hmm. these portraits so they're they're clearly like saying okay like this is based on the ride like we're gonna make you know make fun of the ride and be, and do do our Muppet take on yeah. um, the thing Um, as far as the comedy the, I think the jokes are pretty good uh, for Muppets just in general um, some of it lands a lot of it doesn't even the ones that don't, they look at the camera and say, well, that didn't land. You know, like they're they're very self-effacing in that way. Um, but it's a lot of what you're used to, mostly puns, you know, Muppet puns type stuff, play on words. Um, one thing that I think is a positive is, because they could easily not, they could have been lazy and not done this. I'm pretty sure every Muppet character you've ever seen in anything is in this film. Oh, There's okay. like over 100 Muppets in hmm. this movie which i said earlier is 45 minutes long. That's impressive. Like I, I was impressed how they worked in everything, every character you've yeah. ever seen. And there were characters in the, mo- in this movie that I'd never seen before. Huh. So like they're probably out there in something and, and just even the most obscure characters are, they found a place for them, which there's 999 haunts. Like there's a way to work in everybody, but like it, I was impressed with all of the pu- puppetry. They did a lot of puppetry to pull this thing off. Um, uh, two negatives, and then I'll bounce off of this, um, but and I give you my kind of final thought. But um this is not so much a critique of this, but it's of the Muppet Show, which I I think that, I think on this show I talked about the Muppet Show when it yeah. came back. I got through like two and a half episodes of that thing and just put it away. Like it's just that show is not funny. It's I even with the newer cameos and stuff that they had, there's some you know sketch comedy kind of like SNL yeah some of the sketches work some some of them are awful I mean just six minutes of not funny and um the, one of the things that is true of that show that's also true of this movie is current so the guy that did Kermit for like so the original guy that did Kermit was mm-hmm. um Henson himself yeah and then um, they passed it on to another guy who did it for like thirty years or, or 27 years or okay. something like that. Then they fired him in 2017 and hired this new guy. This new guy is so bad. And like I said it when The Muppet Show came out, was like a year ago or whatever when we talked about it on the show. And I said it then, I'll say it now again, he's just, he's not Kermit, man. Like it it, there are moments where he kind of gets the accent a little bit right and it's followed by a phrase that sounds, it just sounds nothing like Kermit. Like I'm it's very jarring. Like if you've grown up with the Muppets, if you're, this is the first thing you've ever seen Muppets, you don't care. But if you've seen a lot of Muppets, like I have, like I, I was just really disparaged by the fact that it's just, it's just not Kermit. Like it's somebody Uh else trying to sound like him. Um, it's Matt Vogel. Matt, if you're listening to this, I'm not trying to be insulting. I'm just saying like, that character has such a unique, very distinguished voice. Come on the show. It's, Matt, it's really hard if you're to listening do. I to can't us. do it. I mean, Matt's doing a better job than I could. Yeah. Um, but um, boy, it's it's rough, and I, I almost feel bad for Matt um, at times trying to do this voice and just you know not. It's just it's too hard to do. I think
1: Matt, if you're listening, <laughs> come on our show, and we will become the biggest Matt Vogel fans <laughs> ever.
0: Um, probably the best. I'll I'll spoil the the best joke in the in the movie because uh, coming off of I watched this right like the same nights that I watched the 2300 okay. mansion I watched them back to back. So I found this particularly funny but because it's it literally just immediately just you know spearingly just you know penetrates that movie like mm-hmm. with, with a a parody joke. But um they like they first get to the mansion, the door is shut behind them, they're locked in, they're trapped, right? And it was like sunny outside, or like dark, but you know, clear skies outside. When they walk in, when they walk into the house, they get in, whatever. And then it's just, you know, crack, boom, you know, like thunder and lightning, whatever. And then um, I think it's Gonza that says the line, but he's like, "Ooh, indoor lightning, cool." And I, I laughed so hard at that; it was so funny because I was just like, I remember thinking that because, like, every time it, the lightning goes off. In the movie, in the two thousand and three mm-hmm. movie, you can actually see lightning like in the back of the shot. Yeah, and it's like what? There's not even a window back there. Like what? <laughs> the, the lightning's coming into the house, and they they kind of poke fun at that in the in the uh, Muppets Town mansion. I thought that was really funny. So um, my overall thoughts on the sh- on the movie is if you if you really like Muppets a lot, like you see everything, you're gonna see this and you're gonna find some things to enjoy. If you would enjoy watching somebody parody and make fun of the 2003 movie. I think there's some things to enjoy. If you love the ride, yeah, there's a few things that kind of, they have like one of the songs from the ride is in the movie. So like, I think it it definitely kind of does some fan servicey things. Um, If you think that the Muppets are like kind of dumb and you don't like the humor, I don't think you'll enjoy this. Okay. Cause I, it's, it's just not the movie stands on its comedy Mm -hmm. and so it's it's like um i I would liken it to the simpsons if if you've watched the simpsons show and you think it's hilarious you will love the simpson simpsons movie the simpsons movie that came out in the 2000s you'll love it if you don't like the humor of simpsons it's not your kind of humor you're gonna hate that movie yeah and and so like it's that's what this basically is it is not reinventing any wheel (laughs) When it comes to Muppets, like, it is basically just a longer episode of the mm-hmm. Muppets, okay. entirely centered around the Haunted Mansion, and with a, a story that's kind of being threaded through. Um, but a lot of it is just just silly antics of, of Muppets just doing stupid things. Um, so... Um, and I might I might also add that most of the talking in the movie is really done by those two characters. It's Gonzo, Pepe, and then some hum, a couple of human characters, and that's kind of it. I said everyone's in this, but most of them don't have any kind of role. Kermit and Piggy are not in this movie directly. Like, there's a couple scenes at the beginning of the of the movie where they speak for like twenty seconds apiece. But gotcha. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. Um, if you're looking for like typical like Kermit and Piggy going on an adventure, that you're, you're not going to get that here. So okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's okay. I it's another one that I won't ever go back to. Um, but that's more um, that's more a victim of just my general thoughts on Muppets in general. Like in 2021, like it's just not what it once was, in my opinion. So. Um, all right, and that that's it. That's all I watched on on Disney Plus okay. last week. So. Um, I did finish Squid Game. (laughs) That's the main reason I haven't watched a lot on Disney Plus is I've been completely engrossed in Squid Game, and I I finished that show. Holy crap, what a show. Uh, Hide Your your Kids uh, for that one. It is uh, not appropriate for, I think, any age group of of child. Um, It's very disturbing um but holy crap what a great show uh i want i want, want i want way more squid game uh hopefully netflix says this squid game is not relevant to our podcast in any way shape or form um squid game is now as of as of the time of this recording the most watched orig- netflix original property hmm. in its history um, crazy like more than St- stranger things more than house Cards, like everything um, so squid game from Korea <laughs> is now the number one, uh, huh. watch stream. That's nuts. Yeah. So anyways, that's, I've been sp- spending a lot of my watch time just, um, doing squid game. I, I've not gotten that engrossed in a show in a long time. And okay. I, other than the Marvel stuff, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, on other services, I, I really haven't gotten into any of the other shows and, uh, boy, that one really grabbed me by, by its hooks. So, um, all right, let's talk about what's new on Disney+, Plus and then we'll get out of here. Um, this is for Wednesday, October 20th, and Friday, October 22nd. I'll tell you right now, um, unless you're interested in a couple of the movies that are coming to the service, there's not a lot <laughs> coming okay. out this week. So, um, Wednesday, October 20th, uh, Doogie Kamealoha, uh, MD, Episode 7 is coming out. Um, really, the only thing I'm probably going to watch is this next one is... Uh, the making of Black Widow. I'm okay. I'm very interested to watch this. I've I've enjoyed all of the uh, what they call Marvel Studios assembled mm-hmm. uh, series. It's basically just a bunch of documentaries about you know the behind the scenes, and uh, the making of Black Widow. Like I'm legitimate. I want to see Florence Pugh like behind the scenes talking about her character. I want to I want to see uh, David. Oh, what's his name? The guy that plays uh, Red Guardian.
1: Oh, I. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I can't, about. Think, of I can't think of his last name.
0: Um, I want to see him like goofing off, like in between takes. Like I want to see how they shot some of the, you know, the action scenes and wire, wire work, or however they did it. Like uh, that's that's when I'm I'm definitely very intrigued to watch. So um, so that'll be good. Most of the making notes that they've done have been for shows. Uh, they've done a couple movies, I think. But that's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how they shot that film with the budget that they had um disney insider episode uh eight drawn to life muppets and the haunted mansion our very own studio tour um this is behind the scenes of muppets haunted mansion i didn't know they were doing this huh how funny crazy uh yeah how yeah how everything came together for the halloween special interesting i didn't know they were making doing like a making of um, for that so okay. very interesting that is called if you missed it that's called Disney Insider huh. so episode 8 um, kind of sounds like the same thing as Black Widow but for Muppets okay um, that might be interesting especially if you're inter- interested in like puppetry like how they pull off those yeah. scenes and stuff like, that might actually be interesting to watch um, Disney's Magic Bake Off uh, season 1 4 episodes are coming out of that uh, PJ Masks, six episodes of season five. Uh, my five-year-old will love that. Uh, the Wildlife of Dr. Olay, season one. Uh, yet another veterinarian. I feel like we get one of these every week. Um, <laughs> that's this week's. And that is it for Wednesday, short list. Friday's even shorter. There's only two things that will come out on Friday. Uh, one of them you'll be excited um, about, I think. Um, and that's this one, Rookie of the Year. Now, I want to ask you about this. Has Rookie of the Year been on Disney Plus in the past? yes. So, okay, so it's coming to Disney Plus this Friday, but mm. is coming back. Yeah. Okay. I thought so, too. When I saw it on the list, I was like, wait a second. Like, I thought this was already on Disney Plus. It, it was
1: on when they first launched Disney Plus. Okay. And then it went away.
0: Okay. So they must have had some kind of outstanding contract that they had yeah. to fulfill. But
1: I do love this movie. You're right.
0: I, I'm guessing that the, the fact that they're announcing, hey, this is coming... It's like it's here to stay now. Like yeah. it's it's not gonna it's not gonna go away. You would
1: assume
0: so. Uh, I also love this movie. Um, you you were like born to love this movie. Like it's literally about the Chicago Cubs yep. and like um and this kid that basically becomes you know like an MLB player, yep. twelve year old. Um, I um yeah, I, I I also grew up on this movie and love it. So um yeah, it's it's a great film if you are looking for like a family friendly. Baseball themed film, Rookie of the Year is like gotta be one of the top lists. Yeah, so,
1: I do agree with that. Uh,
0: and then the only other one for uh, this week and, and for this Friday is uh, Thumbelina, which is animated, yeah. It's not that's not a Disney movie, no, no, I not. think it's Fox. Okay, um, this is one that I was surprised they didn't have on the service yet, and it again, it must have been it's animated. Like I, I can't imagine that would be very hard to just port over to the service, but um, uh, sometimes things take a little bit while, a little while cause I have to do subtitles for it or whatever. Like the, the um, behind the scenes, you know, sometimes it takes a while. I'm my guessing it. My guess is that they just, the Fox stuff, they relegated to just delay in general. Uh, and then also they probably had some kind of dumpling It was like exclusive to Netflix for a while or something like that. But yeah, it's it's now on Disney Plus as of this Friday, so um, that's one that the I don't think Jordan's watched it, but now that it's on Disney Plus, we'll probably check it out because it's it's yeah. an older film, and mm-hmm. I imagine that there's probably some animation and maybe even some script writing that doesn't hold up very well on that movie. But it's you know about this fairy prince, and she's obviously gonna love it. being, yeah. being a little girl. So, so that is it for this week. Uh, Grant, what are we? Watching and reviewing
1: next week we are watching don't look under the bed and Phil I'm gonna leave it at this. this movie will give you chills and <laughs> i'll I'll let you know if that and you'll have to tell me if that's a good thing or a bad thing
0: okay uh this is a it has to be Disney channel original yeah right? okay it is <laughs> um reading uh, re- uh directed by Kenneth Johnson released uh on October 9, 1999. <laughs> so, there you. go. Um, so, yeah, 1999 scary movie, but not really because it was on Disney Channel. Yeah, looking at the poster, it says World Te- World Television Premiere Saturday, October 9th, 7:30 p.m.
1: Right here on Disney Channel.
0: Is anyone in this movie?
1: I have no idea.
0: Uh, Steven Tobolowsky, um, he's uh, Ned Ryerson in Hog Day.
1: Okay. The guy that
0: says, like, Phil, Phil Connors. Yep. Um, but other than that, it's a, it's a whole lot of goose egg, I think. So, all right. We're going to do it. You think this is going to hold up? Is this going to take the number one spot? No. Okay. All right. Well, we just set, it, it set might, our expectations. It might
1: take the number one spot. Going the other way.
0: <laughs> okay, so your your prediction actually is that it might actually be number four of four. Oh yeah. Okay, for yeah. sure. All right, we're
1: ending October with a bang.
0: Okay, is this our last um movie that, movies that chill? Yep. Yeah, because uh, so okay, so this is like inside baseball stuff, but we're recording this on the seventeenth that this will be the movie that we record on the 24th of October. And then the following Sunday, we usually record on Sundays or try to at least the, the, the following Sunday after that is literally Halloween. Yep. <laughs> so, um, that episode would not release until after Halloween at that point, you probably don't care. <laughs> so yeah, I guess this probably is the last yep. movie that chill the last one, Phil. Cool.
1: It would we, have been hocus pocus if we hadn't already reviewed it
0: last year. I don't think last year we didn't do like a scary movie month. No, um, no. I've really enjoyed this. Like yeah. we need to do this every year next year yeah. as well. So, and there, there's honestly, there's not going to be, there's a lot like there's, I'm sure a lot of it's not good, Yeah. <laughs> but there, there's a lot that we can watch that's of the, of the scarier yeah. type um on Disney plus. So lots of stuff that we didn't even mention this year. So and there's really only like four things <laughs> that we could do every year. So we've got plenty of content for future yep. years as well.
1: And I was going to look up, give me one second. Yes. What episode Hocus Pocus was on.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give give folks the number.
1: It was number...
0: And and by the way, go back and, and listen to that episode because I think it's a fantastic episode. Um, but... um. You know, if you want to know, like, our quick review or whatever, is like, we love that movie. Like, Hocus Pocus is... Hocus Pocus might be, like, the number one... Episode
1: 49.
0: Okay, so I was right. 40-something. Okay, so 49. Um Almost, gosh, almost 50 episodes ago. Yep. Um We love that movie. It's, for families especially, it's probably number one. Like, oh, yeah. In a lot of households. For sure. If you're watching something on Halloween with your family, it's probably Hocus Pocus. Yep. So... Do you think I, – I we don't – I don't I guess do – do we get Disney Channel? D- do I get Disney Channel on yeah. YouTube Plus mm-hmm. or YouTube TV? Um, th- They have to be showing that movie every weekend.
1: Yeah. Still. Um, or it's on free form.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. But, yeah, I mean,
1: like – Yeah.
0: Th- it's on re- repeat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's for be, sure. Maybe not every night, but it's, it's on at least once a week, I'm sure, throughout October. I
1: would say on the whole YouTube TV app, I would say – in October, this movie probably plays about thirty times. Yeah,
0: no, that I would totally agree. Yeah, yeah, on Halloween night, I'm sure they they probably just keep it running yeah. for like six hours.
1: That's a good assumption. Yeah,
0: so yeah, get our thoughts on on Hocus Pocus episode forty nine in your podcast feed. Um, thanks for hanging with us for what ended up being a longer episode. I, I I guess we went long on on the movie and our news story segment was a little bit long, but. Um, There was a lot of fun stuff to talk about in there. So thanks for joining us. Um, Join us next week and watch Don't Look Under the Bed, available on Disney Plus today. You can watch this movie and then come back for our discussion. (laughs) Spooky.